Welcome to the Awakening Podcast, where we have truth tellers and not conspiracy theorists, where we have facts, not whistleblowers. Today, my guest in Torin is Dr. Marek Roland. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. So how we met, I don't know, was it eight or 10 years ago? Something like that, in that range. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of amazed at your youth and you gave me some advice and it was about rebounding. And it I, was useful. I have got it and I still yeah. do it to this day. Super, super. So it was inspiring for it me. It was definitely. It I, was mean, I mean, do you mind me stating your age? Yes, uh, I am 66 years old right now. 66 and a half, actually. Yeah, so I In mean... In January, I will be 67. Mm -hmm. So to look at... You do not look that age, so there's something you're doing right. So right. The, maybe the rebounding, you might actually tell us about the benefits of the rebounding. Well, basically, basically, uh, age is determined by the lifestyle, right? Uh, is determined very much by uh, the way you live, the uh, exercises we should do, uh, sleep pattern, rest pattern, redu reduction of the stress, diet. Diet is essential as well. And avoidance, if possible, uh, uh, pharmaceutical uh, medications because many disorders and many diseases could be treated naturally. And that's usually is the best option. Uh, I am not excluding the option of using uh, other medications, you know, uh, but that is the secondary choice. Usually you can choose therapies which are natural therapies. And uh, for example, I, I didn't have uh, antibiotic in 30 years. And uh, some people I know from my friend, uh, a doctor in Canada, that uh, uh, on the average, uh, middle-aged people take about six antibiotics a year, well, you know, which is crazy. It's sort of like candies, you know, they treat this as candies. Unfortunately, antibiotics are very dangerous because they destroy the um, biota of the uh, microorganisms which are living in your tract digestive tract, and as well as they are damaging to the environment, uh, your body. And in a sense, uh, that should be the uh, medication of the last resort. In many cases, you don't have to uh, use antibiotics. I even treated, I have two, uh, I have uh, sepsis twice, and I treated myself uh, with herbs and with the diet. I wouldn't advise anybody to go this route because it's dangerous. I mean, I could do that on myself. I wouldn't recommend this on my patients or anybody like that because uh, it's uh, very risky. But it basically shows that you can even in such a acute infection, you can uh, cure without antibiotics. You know, so it's possible. What I was using, because I even noticed it with my children, that when they were getting antibiotics, they were just constantly sick. It weakens yeah. the system. I know. And I start doing like the oregano on coconut yeah, oil, right. turmeric on right. honey. Right. And you follow, you follow as well my advices as well there. Right? Yes. yes. Yeah. So like yeah. I, I mean, I don't get sick. No, and my children, exactly. they, they don't get sick. Yeah. Either. I, I have the same, the same. You know, we have patients around the world in Poland and in Canada, US, UK, and many places. And some people uh, basically take the advice just over internet. A friend of mine from US, uh, for example, wrote to me that his friend had cancer of uh, prostate, prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I didn't know even guy, he never contacted me. Basically he uh, read about my diet. He applied uh, this diet in his life and within a couple of months, his cancer was gone, gone. You know, so that was amazing. Recently, we have uh, six, I think, sixty-two years old man. Uh, he had uh, bladder cancer, two uh, two nodules, uh, cancerous nodules. Uh, medical doctors checked that he was waiting for operation, and he applied the diet and some herbs, which we advise. I work with some medical doctors and. Uh, uh, medical professors as well and dietitians and uh, he applies those devices uh, those uh, advices and within five weeks the cancer was gone which to me was a surprise even because you know i would uh, was thinking that would take months it took five weeks you know so it's uh, incredible i think uh, medicine, holistic medicine should be part of the medicine or, or basically this type of medicine should be in practice, mm -hmm. used in practice. Right now, uh, medicine is very harmful in a sense. It's too much focus on pharmaceutical solutions. And there are many uh, uh, solutions to medical problems which are outside for pharmaceutical solutions and they are uh, they are not harmful they they are useful uh, chinese medicine has a lot of tradition like herbal traditions mm -hmm. ayurveda you know medicines which are uh, used in uh, india and many other places uh, we should uh, get that information and use the best techniques to keep uh, humans in the best health. Yeah. And I, like, I mean, like, cause I, I talked to a lot of doctors all around the world. None yeah. of them are trained in these methods. No, it's because pharmaceutical from day one. Yes, because I mean, the, the, the medicine was dominated since about 1813, uh, 1913, years 1913, uh, 13th in US, uh, uh, um, Rockefeller family and some other families uh, who were involved in oil exploration and Rothschilds and so on invested heavily into pharmaceutical industry and they as well financed the schools they helped to finance the medical schools which were uh, teaching mostly pharmaceutical uh, angle to the medicine and uh, diet and herbs were sort of shifted uh, away and some other techniques and that shouldn't happen but i mean that then was uh, uh, perpetuated in the into entire world so right now almost in every country this type of medicine is practice i call this pharmaceutical medicine i don't call this academic medicine because some say it doesn't uh, have to do a lot with academia because this medicine rejects very often the newest uh, uh, inventions newest development in a sense uh, uh, good medical doctors should improve their knowledge and they should uh, learn new techniques they should learn new research very often this is not true uh, as with diet as you mentioned in medical schools across the world there is either zero no uh, no diet at all or maybe six hours in entire course that's so that's nothing yeah. nothing i studied diet for like 30 years or more 
and I still uh, have things to learn. You know, it's, it's, it's complex and you cannot learn that in six hours. There's no, no way, you know, and it's very important. This diet, uh, I don't know whether I mentioned to you when we met first time, uh, increases as well your endurance. So it's very good for uh, sports people, uh, sportsmen. Uh, it increases IQ. So for example, it's very good for use with children, but with adults as well. Uh, it improves your vision, hearing, IQ, probably by 20 points. So it's quite amazing. The side effects is that you think afterwards that everybody's stupid. You know? <laughs> I sort of joke like that, but that's really true. You know, because what, what foods, uh, what, uh, can you give uh, the listeners some of the tips? Well, of, well of for, example, for example, uh, one of the, uh, there are, uh, some of the foods are superfoods. One of the superfoods is milk, actually, but it has to be milk which is directly from goats. Goat milk is the best, or cow's milk, but not from the store. The one from the store is uh, pasteurized, is homogenized, and uh, co could contain some chemicals. So you need a milk which is from uh, farms where they treat animals properly, and uh, milk is uh, organic and it's non-processed, so it's raw milk. Mm. And the best form of raw milk is actually sour milk. So goat sour milk is one of those superfoods, or eventually cow's milk is a, is a good uh, food. Uh, another superfood, and milk contains probably six, 700 different chemicals. You can basically, uh, you would have in milk everything which you need to live. Uh, in India, milk is treated as, uh, as a medicine. Uh, another superfood is eggs, eggs. But if you boil them, if you fry them, uh, if you uh, process them, uh, then they become uh, even harmful. Eggs uh, are the uh, most valuable uh, when you eat them raw, not egg yolk, uh, not, uh, not egg white, egg yolk. You can eat raw, and you can you know eat like uh, like uh, ordinary boiled eggs. You you can put in a glass or 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 or, or something or on a plate. Put little bit of salt there and uh, black pepper, cayenne, or something like that. Or you can use that in some cocktails. So you can make uh, fruits, vegetable cocktails, or uh, or maybe coca or something mm -hmm. like that. Uh, and uh, but you cannot process this. Uh, the egg white, on the other hand, contains a chemical which is called avidin, and that has to be cooked. So either you should throw this away, or you can use this for making noodles or something like that, or pastry or something. But you cannot eat them. It has to be uh, cooked. You know, uh, so you cannot eat whole egg. Just trust the egg yolk. But uh, adult person can eat two, three, uh, if, if a person uh, is a sportsman or uh, does very heavy work, physical work or exercise, they could eat more even for, it's no problem. Uh, so I assume they should be the organic ones as well. Organic, a lot yes. Of people of aren't course. aware of the numbering system, oh, no, but if they're number three, they no. cut their beaks and put them into a, a, yes. like a tiny cage. No, it has to be. I mean, uh, first of all, I, uh, uh, you know, 
from empathy towards animals, I think they should be treated properly. I think the, uh, the chickens should uh, be able to run free, eat you know, some greens and other stuff on the backyard, uh, get good food, because I mean chickens won't synthesize certain things, the same with the cow. So their feed must be organic. Their feed must be very, very high quality. You know, excluding soy, uh, excluding corn, you know, those are not, uh, or, or uh, wheat and things like that, and, and definitely organic. And uh, eggs like that are very valuable. If I would be on deserted island and somebody would give me a choice of one food which I can eat, it would be either sour milk or uh, egg yolks. You know, they are superfoods. They contain hundreds of uh, chemicals, uh, organic chemicals, probably as, as I said, on the order of 700 or something like that. And they are very, very useful. Very, very useful. And the people other, would say like uh, the cancer, is that very yeah, beneficial, yeah. these kind of foods? Oh, yes, it is. It is because in cancer, it's important how your immune system works. And immune system would depends how your brain works and how your nervous system works, how your digestive system works. Uh, 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 organics cannot have deficiencies because if body has deficiencies, then all different parts of the body don't work properly. So you, you cannot have deficiencies. You need, uh, you need uh, to, if you discover that you have any deficiencies, you should uh, take supplements uh, to, to re re eliminate those or you could shoot, you should eat a very, very good diet as well to eliminate them quickly because uh, a lot of systems would fail. You know, the skin, how the skin looks like uh, depends on, on the food which you eat as well. Uh, cardiovascular system, brain and everything. Uh, on top of that, for example, in cancer, what is important, foods have, uh, especially older people, the synthesis of collagen. Collagen is very important. And uh, in order to do that, you have to have good diet. And for example, milk and egg yolks contribute to production of collagen in the, in the body. And this is very important because many, in many cases, of all cases, uh, uh, body encapsulates some pathogens and, and nodules, cancerous nodules with uh, a layer of uh, collagen. And uh, if you uh, have low synthesis and you don't have in the diet uh, components for the body to build collagen, then, then there is a problem because body loses the opportunity. Basically, the layer of collagen cuts off the blood flow and oxygen and things like that. So those things die away, okay. you know. So that's, that's very important. Because there's one thing that I'm hearing recently is iodine. That, Sorry, that iodine. Iodine. Yeah. Is, iodine. That, is that something that we should enjoy? You, you should. You should. Uh, you cannot overdose on that. But iodine definitely is important, especially in the climates when you don't have uh, probably access when you are close to the ocean and you eat uh, some seafood, and as well you uh, you swim in the water, you breathe the air. Uh, you might have enough iodine, but uh, at times uh, a lot of problems are with iodine deficiencies as well. But you can get Lugol uh, 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 supplement and you can get iodine supplements, but that has to be done 
under careful eye of good dietitian or medical doctors, so you don't overdose. You know, some some people have tendency to overdose some supplements, mm. and you shouldn't. I mean, certain things. First of all, is a waste of money to overdose. Uh, the other is you. Some supplements uh, in high doses could be harmful. You know, so that goes for you know many vitamins. Um, uh, for example, C. You can take uh, vitamin C six thousand or three to six thousand long term, with no problem. Uh, 6,000 milligrams. Uh, vitamin D as well, you can take up to six, 8,000 units per day. Uh, and that could be long term. Uh, and those are very important. The same with zinc. You can take uh, zinc uh, supplement of about probably 25 to 50 milligrams and, and so on. So you have to always check and not overdose because some people tend to overdose supplements. The best is to have good diet. And uh, in that case, you probably won't need to supplement. Maybe some things, you know, like maybe vitamin C and vitamin D and so on, but very few. Okay. If you don't eat meat, I, for example, don't eat meat for the last 20 years. I have to supplement B12 because when you don't eat meat, that's uh, usually you de develop deficiencies in uh, B12. But other than that, you don't have to supplement anything else. And actually not eating meat is very beneficial. It turns out that uh, uh, meat eaters have, I think, if I remember uh, reading one medical study, uh, increase of colon cancer was 50 times, so 5,000% wow. in colon cancer if you eat meat versus non-eating meat. Uh, eating soy is harmful, so there are certain things which are harmful, uh, and definitely eating meat. I, I feel great, uh, my level of collagen, you can check, is very good, you know, despite the fact that I, I have 66 years old, I am 66. And um, so this diet is fine, you know, you don't lose weight, uh, you have strength. Uh, as I said, IQ is great, I have good memory. Um, all my patients and uh, friends and family, people who use this diet, have the same effects. So, so some people would say, oh, well, it's uh, genetics. No, we see that across different genders, uh, different uh, racial profiles and so on. It works the same. So it's uh, universal. And you check that yourself some things and it works for you as well, right? So that's good. No, I'm, glad. I'm glad. I'm that. glad. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. And like, uh, because now we're living in uh, an era of panic because yeah. of the yeah, corona. Right. Right. So right. like... I mean, the first thing I was doing is building up my immune system. That's so, right. That's right. Right. You see, that's that's the first thing which I, I put it out for people. I said, if you want to fight any infection like coronavirus or anything like that, basically you should improve your immune system. And what the government does, government locks people in apartments. They are stressed out. They don't see sun. They don't walk. You know, they wear masks. Everything, uh, everything suppresses the immune system. And that's the best uh, protection against any type of disease, any type of disease. So in a sense, uh, they are doing things uh, totally wrong, mm. totally wrong. And on top of that, the virus, coronavirus is not very dangerous. I mean, 
it was made in the lab, yes, indeed, either in US or Israel, you know, not in China, because China didn't have a technical capability to the same level. Uh, it was released on purpose, basically. It, it was released by uh, uh, companies and uh, on the order of uh, so-called New World Order, basically a group of couple of hundred people who are rich, powerful, and they are psychopaths. Mm. And basically the purpose was to uh, uh, basically uh, make, to make people uh, dependent more on uh, state and, and uh, to remove uh, civil liberties, to uh, introduce uh, mandatory uh, vaccinations, which would be harmful, you know, uh, as well to put uh, people in debt and countries and individually people to take over companies which fell because of the recession, which was totally uh, uh, unnecessary because it was introduced, those measures which were introduced are not needed at all, not needed at all. Uh, so when you look at those things which have been done as far as coronavirus is concerned, it's done by idiots, psychopaths, and people who don't have in heart the best of the humanity. You know? So, so there, would be, there would be a lot of casualties from that. Financial, health-wise, a lot of people would die uh, because, I mean, they, they have very weak immune system. Imagine they get sepsis or even flu, not coronavirus, but some kind of flu or some other things. Because of the suppressed immune systems, they have much less chance to fight that off. And so coronavirus is a blown out of proportion thing. Uh, basically, it's a cooperation between New World Order, mass media, pharmaceutical industry, uh, medical industry, and basically, I think a lot of bribes were given to various key officials to do that. And uh, humanity is uh, at the receiving end, and, and we are losing, in a sense, because of the, as I said, of, because of falling economy, falling general health of people, you know, uh, the, uh, you know the term, uh, the herd uh, 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 immunity or herd uh, resistance to certain things. In order to uh, build your immune system and resistance, you have to have contact with people. Yes. You know, the, the one thing which I didn't mention before as well, locking people in place uh, reduces contact. There are uh, hundreds of thousands, millions of different pathogens and through uh, 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 infections, uh, you know, uh, infections which are basically contact, you, you get few viruses or few bacterias, and you basically de don't develop uh, disease, basically you acquire immunity. You have to, con have to co uh, contact with people, yes. you know, and being in some public places, you know, at certain distance, if somebody even coughs, you get some some of the germs, you don't develop disease, but you build immunity. And this is sort of like a vaccination. You know, it's uh, impo impossible to make vaccination for millions of pathogens or hundreds of thousands of pathogens. But by being surrounded by people and having exchanged some water or touching certain objects and so on, 
uh, in small quantity is beneficial. It's beneficial, and that has been denied to children. You know, young children they don't develop immunity if they are isolated like that. You know, and the same with adults. So I would see as a, a effect of that. I would see a lot of people dying uh, from this or getting acquiring diseases which otherwise they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And I think I would blame that basically on the, those stupid regulations. Yeah. You know, and like there was a lot of people as well that if they were having heart problems or yes. anything or yeah. even a cancer, yeah. they were afraid to go to the hospital yeah. because they thought they might get coronavirus. That's right. Or, or, or medical doctors wouldn't admit them. And that, that's a very serious problem. That's what happened. I heard these stories that medical doctors won't admit certain people because they were afraid of uh, themselves of coronavirus. And a lot of people were denied medical health. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, the other day uh, is a postman came here, you know, and he brought a, a registered mail or some kind of mail. And he, it was very hot day, like 30 degrees Celsius. He was sweating red on his face and he was in the mask. And I said, uh, I mean, uh, you shouldn't wear a mask because you would get heart attack in conditions like that. He said, I already had heart attack. And I said, what? And you wear the mask after uh, having heart attack? You know, so, so this is crazy. You know, uh, the other day as well, I, I saw a woman, it was as well hot day, and she was walking with, I think, husband, and all of a sudden she fell. It was hot, probably 30, 40 degrees uh, in the sun, because it was no shaded area. That's another stupidity. You know, once upon a time along the roads, you had trees. There were no trees. And, and she fell. I came up to her and I said, you shouldn't wear the mask. I mean, you probably deprive your uh, body, your uh, body lungs of uh, oxygen and basically you fail, you know, because uh, you lost conscious for a moment, mm. you know, crazy, totally crazy, you know. So people, people who uh, introduce those measures should be put in jail. Totally. They are a bunch of criminals. And like there's what a financial incentive as yeah. well, because if they diagnosed COVID, yeah. they were getting like $13,000 a year. Yeah, and if right. it was on a machine, that's were, right. like that that's, in itself is proving how corrupt the system that's is. That's right. So in a sense, system is basically rewarding lying. Because I mean, if hospitals in the US, I, I heard as well that they were getting a huge amount of money, like 18000 or some, something like they admitted somebody with coronavirus. So huge amounts of money and a lot of those cases were basically diagnosed falsely as coronavirus using wrong tests as well. And basically if somebody dies of some other the diseases very often they wrote as a, as a reason of death they wrote coronavirus because there were some financial and some pressure from above, you know. So that, that's crazy. That's totally immoral. Totally immoral. There's a, you know? there's a, like, because um, I wrote a book and I'm about to release this, about, uh, mm -hmm. exposing a lot of this. And I was asking. You wrote a book? Yeah. And oh, I'm about to release it. Thank wow. you. Wow. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's super. And super. It's, Can I get a copy? Of course. Autograph. Yes, Autograph. Of course. It's super. And it's, <laughs> it's basically exposing the corruption boat with solutions. And mm -hmm. I was checking out because Ireland has all the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. And I was asking one of the top consultants. Yeah. Which ones don't give kickbacks? Yeah, they all do. Yeah, 
Oh, so that like how are they looking after the individual if they're you know prescribing the most expensive medication yeah. even though it might yeah. be 10 times worse just yeah. because they're getting a free car they're getting of free course. trips and everything of it course. is, is sick this is this is known you know i know this because my family is in the industry in a sense because it's an industry and unfortunately a lot of those people basically take bribes yeah. you know and and incentives they get incentives you know some vacations some some uh, paid uh, conferences where conferences one day and the rest of the week uh, whole week you have free to enjoy you know so that's crazy that's yeah. really crazy immoral and, totally and immoral. they also they want the patient for life you know and yeah. blood pressure yeah. tablets yeah. heart tablets they yeah. intentionally do that even yeah. though they're not diagnosing yeah. them properly yeah and you know and so you want to keep uh, patients basically sick all the time yeah. i said sometimes i compare a medical doctor with a car mechanic and I said, why would you, uh, would you accept car mechanic which would ask you to come every two weeks with your car? Because something is knocking in your engine. And after two weeks, he would, you would go again and again and again. He, he would change the mechanic, right? You know, yet people go to doctor every two weeks or something like that. And so you don't change the doctor or way of trying to treat themselves, you know. And for life, basically, say, till the end of the life, they take... Uh, you know, full feast of some medications, and many of them have uh, very serious side effects. Yeah. You know, we talked before the show, we, we talk as well about that uh, basically the governments don't want people to last long. Yeah. You know, in other words, you want people to die off after they retire as soon as possible, because government doesn't have obligation to pay the pensions and you know, retirement pensions and so on, you know. So the same thing happened like with, you know, I bought this watch like 30 years ago and still works uh, very good. If you buy things right now, I mean, many of them break after three, four, five years, you know. So government as well benefits from that because once upon a time you could buy a thing, a watch or, or refrigerator or washing machine, or something and it would last 30 years. So you pay tax twice, let's say 10%. And uh, right now you have to buy every five years. So within 30 years, you buy this six times. So government gets 10% six times within 30 years. So it's a huge benefit. Uh, so once upon a time, going back 30, 40 years ago, things were made durable. You know, so we're durable, and that was better for the environment as well. Because right now we have piles and piles of garbage. You know, I don't know whether uh, you watch the video, it's actually animation by Steve Katz. Steve yeah. Katz, take a look at the, at the YouTube, he makes very nice short cartoons, they are about I don't know three, four, five minutes. One of them is called Men. You know, check, check it out. And he made several ones. He's quite famous by now. Uh, excellent. Uh, basically illustrates how silly our civilization is, you know, what, how wrong we do things. Yeah. Like I, you know, I so. know for in the car industry, that there's actually clickers on the door. Yeah. When the door is closed so yeah. many times, yeah. a certain part breaks. Yeah. That's and right. I had sensors in my uh, tires that like, 
obviously before we never yeah. had that but it's yeah. to tell you you have a puncher or something yeah. like that and when one went i forget the price was like a hundred bucks the the guy said they're all gonna go and within a week the whole lot of them went i mean how is that possible wow, wow. you know so you know i heard that they hire uh, hire specialists who specialized in designing things so they don't last yeah so in other words like my mother bought the tv from very good company very good company i won't mention the name maybe but a very good company and the tv was very high quality and uh, i think it has like two years warranty or three years and about two three months after expiration of warranty the tv stopped working my mother was quite upset because it was holiday time she was uh, alone so uh, she we went to the uh, shop to repair and say remove the board one of the boards was damaged fortunately they exchanged it and uh, i i took the board and this guy told me he, he said look look how it's built i mean this thing is built such a way that it's going to break you know the 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 all the wires everything was very thin very densely packed and so on it was not made solid this company i know they have one of the best technologies in the world they could make TV, which would last 30 years, but they don't want that. And we know? were even discussing at the start as well that I'd noticed in New York, the fire station, that there's yeah, a bulb, light, light it's bulb. over a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. And now they make them that they... I have a picture of that. You see yeah. the fire station, yes. Yeah. The wire is actually uh, at lower uh, sort of temperature because it's sort of when, when you change the temperature of the wire, in other words, depends on the voltage which you apply, things last longer, but as well, it depends on the quality of wire, depends on the gas which is in it. But I, I tell you another story, which is interesting about technology. Right now we are going into electric cars, which I think is pretty good. Uh, I have a picture of a car, which was built in 1912, I think. In uh, I think around 1920, there was more electric cars in the US than uh, gasoline cars. And uh, there were trolleys and, and buses uh, uh, which were uh, electric powered, but uh, companies didn't want them to, uh, they wanted to, people to use oil and Rockefellers, Rothschilds and so on. So they basically destroyed this industry. But I, I, I can, uh, what I was surprised about this car, I have a picture of it. It's, uh, it had a range in 1912 of 100 kilometers on the battery, which is a lot. Imagine the, how much we would progress if we would work on that since 1912. On top of that, this battery, you wouldn't believe it, it lasted till 1990. So it lasted 80 years. And you know why they have to replace it? Battery was still good. The enclosure uh, broke. Wow. So, you know, so that simply shows that we basically stop we block certain technologies that was clear blocking of the technology because uh, if cars we could build uh, batteries which would last 180 80 years and uh, it could have range uh, 100 kilometers in 1912 how far we would progress yes. if we would put money and our minds into it you know so the same is with health and so on so you, when you when you look at things which are happening in the world, 
I basically, my conclusion is that we are governed by idiots and psychopaths. Because there is no other explanation, no other explanation to uh, accept what is happening in the world. Those people must be uh, totally brain dead and they are psychopaths, you know. And it's, to me, which is amazing that we have some extremely bright people, geniuses in the world, uh, who could make the world much better, you know, but they are not allowed to contribute. Basically, they are blocked mm. from contributing. And so progress of humanity, progress of science, of technology, it's slowed, slowed down very often, and treatments, med medicine, and so on, it's slowed down by those idiots who are basically blocking those uh, very bright people. Uh, you know, the same with environment. I mean, environment is uh, damaged quite a lot, and, and we are damaging this to the point when we would get extinct. You know, a lot of scientists are saying that within probably 10 years, if we don't change things, between 10 to 20 years, we get extinct, you know, and nobody seems to do anything about it. I mean, lower class, which are, you know, uh, I mean, basically they are ignorance, uh, big army of ignorance, they basically don't know and they don't care. Idiots on the top, you know, this small class of idiots on the top and psychopaths, uh, they think that they can uh, live in this world and they can hide themselves in the bunkers in New Zealand and some other places. They have illusion of that. The problem is that things in bunkers would break down as well and food supply would, wouldn't last that long. And maybe they would live maybe 20 years longer and they eventually would die off as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's a stupid thing. And the only, only class which is thinking about this clearly and knows what's happening is the middle class, which is this sort of narrow uh, thing which is between those idiots on the bottom and idiots on the top, you know, a middle class. And a middle class, unfortunately, is um, ignored by both layers of the society, the bottom layer and upper layer of the society. And in middle class are scientists, professors, and, you know, the brightest people out there, you know. Um, and we have to change that. Yeah. We have to change that because the uh, problem of uh, potential extinction of us is very real. Very real. Uh, many years ago, I predicted, uh, we, we produce, I think right now on Earth, about uh, 250,000 different chemicals. Majority of them are toxic. Uh, majority of those things are toxic. And um, uh, I predicted that within uh, quite a few years, I, my prediction was by year of 2030, that we are going to get extinct, most of us, if we don't change things. Mm. Uh, many other scientists, uh, uh, from the world top scientists uh, think the same between 2030 and 2040. Uh, and um, I watch a, a video uh, from South Africa. There is a park on the border of South Africa 
and uh, another country, I don't remember the name of the country, there is a park called Kruger Park. And in this Kruger Park, which is White Park, uh, there is a big river and there are living crocodiles. Crocodiles are very robust animals, very robust animals. They are on Earth probably something like three, 350 million years ago. They lived through the uh, uh, time of dinosaurs and so on. And crocodiles somehow survived because they were in the water. So despite the fact that the, when the meteorite hit the Earth and most of the life get extinct, uh, crocodiles survive. And all of a sudden, the crocodiles in the river started to, to die. Started to die. And uh, so they, uh, the uh, people who were uh, guardians there and who were uh, basically um, supervising, supervising this park, they uh, took medical stuff and they did autopsies on those crocodiles. And it turns out they didn't have special, any special pathogens or infections or anything. So there was nothing which would explain why they were dying in large numbers. And so what they decided to do is they took the, some uh, deposits on the bottom of the river, you know, like mud and so mm -hmm. on, and they took water samples and they sent this to several labs. They sent this to several labs and the results came and the results were showing that in this water there is like a couple of thousand substances. But you know, substances are tested for toxicity and usually they have certain range within which is considered that they are safe, right? Mm -hmm. From zero to certain level. So depending on chemicals, those are different. All those chemicals were meeting those standards. So in other words, they were there but they were meeting those standards. So they, all of a sudden, they, they had a puzzle why chemicals are, according to standards, are safe, yet those crocodiles are dying. And I, immediately I, I knew what was happening, you know, because we test toxicity independently, one chemicals independent from others. When, when we, we do tests, we only expose animal for example, to single toxin. So for example, if I offer you some water, imagine I would tell you, okay, I am going to put a chemical and it's within safe range, one chemical, would you drink it? Possibly you would. Okay. No, no, no you won't? <laughs> okay, all right. Anyway, so uh, uh, imagine that uh, I would put uh, 1000 chemicals and all would be within range. Yeah. I am sure you wouldn't drink that. But a recent study in Germany shows that uh, bottled water has about uh, above uh, 20,000 different chemicals, wow. many of them harmful. Mm. And uh, tap water a lot of too. So uh, probably the best solution is not to drink bottled water because it as well, some of the plastic gets into the water. Exactly. Uh, the safest is to have uh, good tap water or if you have well, and then use good filter on top of that, you know? So in other words, good source of water and it's cheaper. You don't have to carry anything and uh, you get better quality of water. I had a device which uh, you actually check the, the amount of particles in the, in the water. Oh, I see. And the tap water through a filter was 10 times better than a lot of the bottled water. 
they yeah. was scary the amount of yeah. them and, yeah. and people yeah. think they're doing, they're doing themselves a favor by yeah. buying bottled yeah, that's water that's right you know, I, I see people carrying those heavy heavy loads of water and I think my my god on top of that they pollute the environment because those bottles get into the environment so it's not a good way uh, the best uh, advice for people who are watching this is basically if you have good water supply in terms of uh, tap water then put good filter you know of the i'm sorry in the order of maybe two three hundred dollars or something like that under the sink the best filters are multi-stage under the sink check check some reviews and so on and change the cartridges in them and use filters like that it's much more economical is much safer another thing I, I if i can mention to you is something which we didn't talk about and if you want we can is electromagnetic electromagnetic pollution mm -hmm. in other words like 4g 5g and so on yes. and um, there is a scientist a person in the united states his name is arthur firstenberg i was in contact with arthur he's a good activist he's one of those people who are uh, very sensitive to electromagnetic radiation. Uh, people like that cannot live in the city even, you know, and there is fewer and fewer places where they could live because they have various symptoms. I am sensitive as well. So I became aware of that about 30 years ago when uh, cell phones were introduced. I, I remember I was using somebody's cell phone. I didn't have cell phone at that time and I uh, spoke for just a couple of minutes and I got uh, quite strong pain in my ear and my head, you know? And so I started to investigate that. And it turns out that the, uh, the levels which those devices produce are very harmful. Mm. And unfortunately, people are using more and more cell phones many hours, you know, the radiation levels in the cities are increasing. Arthur Firsterberg, mentioning his book, he wrote a book, uh, uh, the name of the book is No Place to Hide. No Place to Hide. Uh, so in other words, wherever you are, you cannot hide from yes. this. Um, that in New York, for example, in 30 years, the levels of radiation increased 100,000 times. So that's huge, that's huge. So in many places, uh, uh, radiation is very, very bad, very, very high level. I remember I was in Chicago. I have small device to check the level and I carry that with me. And uh, I was in downtown Chicago and the same downtown Warsaw. And this thing was, uh, you know, beeping like crazy because the levels were very high. So I avoid places like that. I, for a moment, I wanted to show you, excuse me, I would show you a device here, which is a Polish invention. And this device is called BioEMI. And this is a very interesting device because uh, this thing has, uh, that is the light which is showing that it's working. It's an active device with rechargeable batteries and that reduces the effects of radiation effects of radiation when it's at low level electromagnetic radiation or medium level the problem is as well in some places when antenna is on top of your building or next door and i know places like that 
uh, then uh, basically radiation can do damage to your RNA and DNA and so on. So it actually does damage, then this wouldn't work. But in many cases when it's medium to uh, low level to medium level, where most people still are, uh, then this device is working. And uh, we use this device. Um, we use that with our patients, like uh, patients who have cancer. It's very useful because very often as well they are exposed to high level of radiation. Uh, and uh, what worries me is that uh, this radiation is getting higher and higher every year. Like yeah. They're putting all the satellites. There's yeah. going to be a hundred thousand satellites. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people are because, saying, "Oh, great! Elon Musk is a great yeah, guy that's, that's himself, great. and that's uh, crazy. Amazon." They're that's pumping. crazy. Yeah. You, I don't know why people cannot think clearly and say, "Okay, I have fiber optics connection at home. I can wait two hours to watch the movie. I don't have to watch this in the car, or I don't have to watch this in the desert." You know, this is crazy. Because in a sense, people contribute to, to this stupidity. Okay. In other words, they think, oh, I want to watch this and I want to have high speed connection everywhere. No, that shouldn't be like that. It's very dangerous. Uh, in Canada, despite the fact I live in Canada for the last 40 years, I could afford cell phone since uh, almost the very beginning when it cost a couple of thousand dollars. I could have phone like that. I didn't. I didn't buy cell phone to this day i have only one small telephone which is a sort of dump cell phone you know dump really dump uh, i got it from friends because they wanted me to uh, they wanted to contact me and i only had stationary phone so they said okay we would give you the phone so you know i didn't want to take that but I, eventually i did I, and i used zorelli i maybe i used this phone like two minutes a day, mm. if at all, but people spend hours, hours. And say basically as well are contributing to the fact that this network is developing, you know, and because of their stupidity, they are going to die. Recently, we had a patient, a 30 years old girl, and she was using phone and watching things and so on, and she got cancer here. You know, unfortunately, she went into chemo despite the uh, advice against it, chemo and radiation, and she died within four months. You know, and there is a lot of people like that. You know? I've got uh, in the book, there's um, a guy, Barry Troar. So mm -hmm. he was ex-military um, for mm -hmm. the Royal Navy. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he was saying that the damage is, it's mainly for the women because when the baby is born, yeah. first of all, the first 100 days, so a lot of people are holding the phone. Yeah, see to, see to that. You know, and they're saying that the eggs are damaged, so yeah. that once they're yeah, damaged, so they don't return. Yeah, so sir. within two or three generations, yeah. they are all going to be sterile. Yeah, that's right, sterile, yeah. sterile. You know, uh, uh, the effect of uh, radiation was discovered in police uh, policemen because they had the guns for uh, for uh, ra radar yeah. guns, yeah. and when they were pointing, say, uh, some people have detectors in their cars so in order to not be detected they were pointing them down uh, and they were pointing them uh, under uh, testicles and they got testicular cancer wow. so a lot of policemen who are using that like this you know and measuring with this gun pointing this down they got testicular cancer you know so i mean the evidence is quite clear 
you know, like the, with the cigarettes. I mean, cigarettes are very harmful, but you know, uh, basically they don't want to admit that. They don't want to admit that, but that's very dangerous. I would advise everybody use those technologies minimally. Minimally, get get hands as well. Those, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the full body scanners in the yeah. airport. Yeah, they, I, I refuse to use that. I do too. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. They because, say an opt out. Yeah. And they start, like they spend twenty minutes just tapping you down. Yeah, yes. But I they read that that caused like they were supposed to be banned in the EU. Yeah. But then if you're yeah. traveling to America, they yeah. have them. They have them in Dublin. Yeah. And I've seen them in the UK as well. Yeah. But yes, like I tell the guards that are working yeah. there, I said you do realize these cause cancer. Yes. And they don't care. No, no, sit down, sit down. I know. I was in Canada and there was scanner like this uh, in the airport, and I said you can search me if you want. I can undress totally. I mean, and I suggested that maybe you should make a, even naked flights. I said luggage could go the other way. People would fly naked, be you more, know, so more it, would be safer, it would be safer. So they started to laugh. But that's, that's really what should happen. I mean, you know, you shouldn't use those scanners. Yeah. You know, I have no problem. You can touch me. I can undress. No problem. You know, but uh, those scanners are very dangerous. You're right. You're right. I, I, don't, I don't use them. No. And no, you've, no, no. Uh, you've uh, had a few inventions, yeah? Yes, yes. You might uh, tell uh, the audience what the different inventions oh, that you've Oh, okay, had. okay. I was always inventive guy, you know, since I was very young. I remember, uh, you know, uh, I remember we, we were in elementary school and uh, um, we were supposed to build certain, we have uh, like uh, some of the lectures were on some practical building some things. And I built a bell, doorbell. And friend of mine gave me a spring from the from the uh, old clock, and I used this very creatively way. And probably this bell would last uh, 500 years. I mean, it was built in such a way. So I was always able to do uh, some interesting stuff. In 19 uh, in 1992, I wrote a paper which explained uh, on the w uh, basis of physics what is life. And at that time, uh, actually, nobody in the world and scientists were scratching their heads. They, they couldn't explain very clearly. I showed that uh, what supports life on Earth is a flow of uh, energy and negative entropy, uh, which is carried by photons, uh, particles of light from sun to Earth. And I was actually first scientist as well who calculated what this flow is. Uh, uh, on the basis of quantum mechanics and thermodynamics. Uh, I had some, uh, I knew about six or seven Nobel laureates. I sent uh, my paper to two of them who were actually working in a similar discipline. And uh, I got uh, answer from one that is a little bit outside of uh, his expertise. The other, Professor Manfred Eigen from Germany, he confirmed that everything was clear. So then I released this uh, to the public in the world so they could understand that. And that created a revolution in understanding what life is. And that's, uh, you can see that repercussions of that in uh, many books and papers and so on. So that started the new activity in the, this area. And I was able on the basis of that as well to develop new uh, diet called low entropy diet which is the most advanced diet in the world 
and uh, explain what cancer is and how to treat cancer. As a matter of fact, how to treat the majority of degenerative diseases, you know, because this knowledge gave me something which uh, doctors didn't have, mm. you know, new knowledge. Uh, unfortunately, as I said, uh, people don't want to absorb this knowledge. You know, I should be lecturing at the universities, medical schools, but they don't, somehow they don't want that knowledge to become common. It should. I mean, since my publication is almost 30 years, you know, that's anyway. So that, that was the very big invention. Uh, during my PhD work in, at university in Canada, at Dalhousie University, I uh, built with a group of students one of the first scanners for ultrasound. Uh, in the world, CT scan, but it was uh, using ultrasounds, and it was the most uh, advanced device in the world at this time. The, it was the most accurate. Uh, thanks to the method which I developed, and some companies later started to use that for Doppler imaging of blood, speed of, uh, of blood uh, uh, cells. So basically, so-called Doppler, Doppler measurements of mm -hmm. blood flow. So that was my contribution. Uh, within that time as well, I invented device for stuttering people. It was a small device which you could put a microphone and two headphones and without slowing down speech, basically people could become fluent. About 95% of people were becoming instantly fluent. Unfortunately, a bunch of uh, my colleagues from university, other professors, I was a professor at that time, stole my invention and even uh, went on uh, Oprah Winfrey show, they were in Time magazine and they claimed that they invented that and they were basically liars and uh, thieves, you know. And that happens unfortunately with the inventions. Uh, I invented uh, device for testing of hearing and computer uh, and uh, that was very very good uh, american army is using that in iran iraq and in uh, afghanistan uh, nasa called us because wanted to use that on space station uh, i invented as well device for testing tinnitus which was the first commercially available uh, test for by uh, testing tinnitus very accurately. The noises, uh, to explain to audience, tinnitus is noise in the ears, some buzzing, whistling, and ringing, so on. Yeah. It's ringing, is called tinnitus. So I invented the first commercial device to test that. Uh, I, I made some CDs for testing hearing, for uh, testing CD players, and so on. So over the years, I invented quite a few things. At the University of Toronto, when I was uh, working after finishing my PhD, uh, I invented a scanner for scanning materials or biological or some uh, other materials using thermoacoustical uh, thermo imaging. So also over the years, I did quite a few inventions. Impressive. You know? And it's unfortunately, you know, I, I find that certain inventions are uh, uh, not uh, uh, not convenient for establishment, you know. So establishment tries to downplay the invention or block it, whatever. For example, like 
my uh, uh, procedures of treating cancer or procedure uh, diet and so on because uh, maybe it's not useful uh, fact that you increase IQ they want people to be dumb, dumb you know so I mean if you increase IQ by 20 points that's quite a lot another thing they don't want uh, people to last longer like those items you know so they don't want you to extend life by 40 percent because my diet can increase lifespan by 40 percent you know and people uh, basically age slower you know they heal faster if you get cut or anything if you're a sportsman you know with this diet you heal much faster you have uh, endurance and so on so it's quite quite significant you know so i am proud of those inventions but on the other hand i am yeah, thank you. But on the other hand, I, I am sort of um, disappointed that uh, uh, that on one hand, I was trained at the university at my expense and uh, government expense in Poland and Canada. They acquired knowledge that I got to the point when I was able to invent things because my level of knowledge was such that I basically I, I was fring on the fringes of science. In other words, and, and the borders were we, known meets unknown. In other words, you expand our knowledge. When you reach that point, that you when you invent something useful, that is used. But basically, some things are unfortunately blocked. Yeah. Blocked, you know. And like you, you mentioned about uh, tintinitis, and I like uh, people should be aware of the smart meters. Because yeah. the smart meters during the water yeah, meters, right. they're pulsing. And there's a friend of mine, because they tell you it can't be cured, but yeah. there's a friend of mine and he was in Poland yeah. and he couldn't sleep. He tried everything. He tried yeah. all. And then he moved to Argentina. And I said, how is it? Gone. Right. Right. It's, you know, there, there's a lot of devices like that. I mean, to monitor water usage, to monitor electricity and so on. I mean, we are surrounded and, you know, that's, that's crazy. Like, if it, like they have the technology that it can pulse once a month just to get the reading. That makes sense because yeah. it, re it yeah. removes that's right. a person. It that's is right. pulsing second, yeah, a yeah, couple yeah. of times a second. Yeah. And yeah. you're, you're yeah, bombarded that's by these that's frequencies. Crazy. Yes. That's crazy. No, I know. I mean, we basically have to, have to use the knowledge and listen to the advice of experts. You know, and um, but as I mentioned before, we are governed by idiots and psychopaths, you know, and lower bottom of the society is basically totally ignorant. Well, that's my yeah. aim is to wake up the population. Yes. Hence, no, you have to, we have to, we have we to have wake to. up. It's a matter people. of survival. Exactly. You know, it's a matter of survival. I mean, if we don't wake up, we won't survive. We won't survive. Like you're, a, you're fighting the system. Like, how do they kind of quash you down? Because, you know, I know that's because, like, they don't want you yeah. with the cures. Like, what way did they affect you? In, like, well, I mean, say, 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 say try to discredit me. I mean, uh, for, for a while, say, were, for example, Paul, uh, uh, like, I, I had uh, lectures in various cities and so on. They could call organizers and they said, oh, this guy has no PhD, he's crazy. He's a psychopath. He's under. He has some psychological problems. He's satanist. He's pedophile. 
you know, and some organizers who wouldn't know me, I mean, they would cancel lecture because they would think, or that police is uh, basically uh, looking for me and, and, and so on. So all crazy stuff. They were trying to discredit me or downplay the inventions which I made, you know, basically, oh, it's not important and so on and so on. So all various kinds of things. Um, fortunately, I mean, uh, uh, because of my knowledge, they cannot uh, directly attack me because uh, my level of knowledge exceeds their level of knowledge. So in any public meeting, they never try that because uh, basically I would uh, put them down with their knowledge. I mean, they cannot compete uh, with this level of knowledge. You know, uh, so, so they try all, all kinds of things. They are trying to block you. Uh, uh, for example, I had a group on Facebook uh, called uh, uh, Holistic Medicine. Uh, it was in Polish. Uh, I have in English and as, as well I have another group in Polish. And uh, very early I explained uh, in the group, probably that was March or Febru February, March this year, when this thing happened with the virus, uh, because of my connection, international connection, medicine and science and so on. I basically acquired information and I was within probably three, four weeks able to figure out how this uh, virus was made, where was made, you know, what purpose was and so on and so on, how to treat it and so on. And I shared this information and uh, Facebook uh, basically blocked my group, which was 44,000 people. Block it for no reason, because I was sharing the truth. Yes. I was sharing the truth. So that's how they manipulate people, you know, and, and this is actually criminal on their part because the method of treatment of uh, coronavirus uh, is uh, useful in other uh, diseases and infections as well. And it was consulted and developed with a team of experts, you know, not only me, but some other experts, including uh, professors of medicine, you know, contributed to that. And we share that information and that was blocked. Yes. So in other words, those people contributed to deaths of many people, yes. you know, basically they are criminally responsible because that was an effective method where you could treat a, a, a coronavirus infection at home, you know, and as well, preventive measures. We were showing what should you do in terms of preventive measures to prevent it, not masks not other things, but improving the immune system, which we talk about, right? Which you, thanks to our meeting uh, some eight or 10 years ago, you yes. improved that for yourself and your family, right? Exactly. And, you know? and like even if you look and at- And it, it works, and it works. No, you can, you can- yeah. uh, so that's good. Like if you look at say um, Japan, yeah. like they weren't making people wear the masks. There's like 128 million and I think a yeah. thousand people died. Yeah. So that's all you've done. Density is great there. Yeah? Yeah. So distancing is difficult. Yeah. So yeah. like you just look at that and you go, okay, who's telling the lies? Who's telling the truth? And yeah. we're being quashed. But yeah. like, yeah. I, I love what you're doing. I love your fight. Okay. And like, uh, well, perhaps what I can do is get some of the information that I can share with the audience as well on the, the diet. Yeah. I don't know about the paper that you have. Yes, is you that can. still available? You can. I mean, I, I sent you links and you can add it to, to your podcast or maybe put in some programs or maybe in the links. You can add in the links, no, uh, you know. Right. Yes, please do that. I mean, uh, this information is I want to share with people. They should have access to this. You know, I made a poster recently that 
uh, there is a positive thing of, of uh, coronavirus because right now we know who is intelligent and who is an idiot and who is a moral person and who is the liar and cheater and you know and uh, so basically you know we know right now you can just talk to people and you can figure out exactly. right away. and i think yeah. what's after happening as well is it's after waking up the population yeah because because of what's happening people have to stay inside and they started yeah. researching and listening all the, yeah and now they know all the lies so yeah. i i have seen in the last six months yeah. there's a way more people that have waking up so. yes that's great i think work like people like you david ike and and so on is amazing i mean we all contribute to this enlightenment enlightenment of people and that's is very important for our survival you know and i can tell you honestly i mean i am the age which i told you about i mean you can prove it i can show <laughs> you documents uh, the other thing is you don't get sick uh, you know uh, my patients are feeling excellent i mean once upon a time they were taking a lot of medications they have uh, disabling diseases and disorders and so on and they are operating they are happy people and that makes me happy that that uh, you know it's such a satisfaction for example uh, some years ago cousin my cousin came here distant cousin and she had uh, pains in her entire body you know sort of pains which were going from places to places joints muscles and she uh, was in so much pain she couldn't sleep pain she couldn't sleep she couldn't work study and uh, she wanted to commit suicide uh, she uh, she had uh, life uh, medical insurance but you have to wait sometimes like half a year to see a specialist or a couple of months so she couldn't do that because i mean she was in so much pain so she actually went privately to doctors and paid a lot of money she spent like forty thousand zlotys within eight years and she have seen uh, 20 specialists and none of them solved her problem she came to me and i solved her problem within one one and a half hour and after three weeks she was driving a car she was sleeping she was pain-free you know and she started to study work and everything i was amazed i said hold a second something is wrong in the system i understand one doctor could be wrong two doctors three doctors four doctors but 20 is something wrong with the system here you know so this girl if she wouldn't come to me probably she would be dead because she was suicidal already mm. she was in so much pain she didn't want to leave you know and and there are many cases like that many cases like that i will tell you another interesting case woman had uh, 65 years old she had uh, three strokes without blood uh, there are uh, basically uh, types of strokes where you could have just uh, a small uh, vessel the the uh, basically the vessel is too too small mm -hmm. because of deposits and not necessarily is a burst of the vessel you know so she had no burst of the vessels or blood clots in the brain but nevertheless some parts of her brain were damaged and she was par partially left her side was paralyzed she had problem with speech and she couldn't uh, keep the uh, balance so she has to uh, use wall or or somebody or 
or some railing or somebody has to hold her. So she was basically like a, like a disabled person. And she went into rehabilitation, some, you know, uh, uh, she was supervised by doctors and some uh, uh, professionals who were doing some exercises and so on. And uh, she was almost free of uh, paralyzed uh, and, uh, and as well her speech improved greatly. Uh, however, her balance was not under control at all. So and that was a problem. She came and uh, we saw her, uh, you know, with another person, three, uh, therapist, and uh, we set a diet for her, some natural supplements to uh, restore the brain and blood flow and so on. And she came three months later and she did pirouette in our office. And she said she could dance she she has no paralysis at all. She her speech was perfect, you know, no problem at all, no problem at all, and 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 they couldn't do that with within two years, you know. So it shows how natural medicine, how holistic medicine can help. Of course, uh, one should mention that not everybody is good. I mean, there is a lot of people who are trying to basically use desperate people to make money, no, 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 no. you know, and they promise, you know, uh, a lot and they don't deliver much at all. So that's the problem. Yeah. Like, the I problem. think we, we should have like a rating system, kind of like yes, the EBA rating. system. So like, okay. and, anything, like and, and another thing is what I, I believe we should do is have a, a document that the doctor signs that they're not taking a kickback or a break right. and they lose their license if they do. That's right. So then, the likes okay. of you, yeah. people will more people will start coming to you. Right. Less will that's go right. to the yeah. you know, the corrupt doctors. That's right. And we yeah. that's how we can make yeah. a change to the. In China, there was a very interesting uh, long time ago effect. Empire set up a system. Doctor had a region where he was, you know, supervising maybe some couple of thousands or so patients. And he was getting compensation from, from the ruler of the China when uh, people were uh, healthy. So uh, the compensation was lower depending on the number of people who were sick. You know, so I think that's great. That's, the, exactly. you know, that, that's, that's when a doctor, that. like a doctor yeah. should get X amount right, per right, month. Right. For and then because people are when healthy. And when they're sick, they don't get it. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> you no, can and be I sure think that should, that should work. Switch. Yeah. And I, I remember I spoke with some uh, officials from embassy, uh, uh, China embassy in Warsaw. And he told me that there, uh, there are three categories of, of doctors. Good doctor is a doctor in his region, nobody gets sick. So he's a good doctor. Then there is an average doctor, second kind of doctor. In his region, some people get sick, but he knows how to treat them. And the third kind of doctor is the doctor who, uh, in his region, people get sick and he don't, doesn't know how to treat them. And unfortunately, right now, we have this third kind of doctors very often. Majority of those doctors are third kind of doctors. In other words, some of them even have knowledge, but I mean system sort of, uh, uh, sort of uh, sorts them or, or directs them into operation. Or, uh, so they actually keep the patient 
sick as long as possible. Exactly. The same like with lawyers. I mean, you know, basically you go to the lawyer, it's something could be solved within a couple of days. It takes years. Yes. You know, Voltaire said uh, I was ruining twice in my life twice. One once when I uh, lost the case and second time when I uh, won the case. You know, and basically I have some friends who have some uh, court cases about uh, about uh, division of the uh, real estate or or some uh, belongings, right? Mm -hmm. After somebody's death or something like that. And it takes years. No, yeah. Something which should take yeah. very short time, and, you know? Yeah, and it basically because of money. Because so those professions are basically trying to get as much money and drain you, you know? I'm and, exposing all of that. I have cases for all of all the yeah. bailiff system, the yeah. whole, and I'm showing all the and sneaky tricks the, that they're doing. The insurance, because that's something I just want to uh, briefly ask you as well, because you mentioned, and I know that happens with the health insurance, that somebody says, well, I've got, say, like a cancer. Yeah, you have to go on the waiting list for six months. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Is it true that, like, say, with the COVID, that if you're diagnosed with COVID, that you're not covered for your insurance? Do you know anything about that? I don't know. Yeah, because I, I had that. heard that as well, and I'm just curious that yeah. that was one of the reasons. That. So you weren't covered by insurance because it yeah. was great, classed as an epidemic, and yeah. an epidemic was an exclusion. So that yeah. wouldn't surprise me. I don't know, but I had I heard, have heard some horror stories about that. You know, that they lock people, they don't so give them enough. Uh, uh, and they didn't give them any medications because they were on quarantine. They didn't give them enough water and things like that. Yeah. So a lot of, um, you know, um, I, I think system is not treating people right. You know, there were even jokes like a guy comes to the doctor and doctors said, well, you know, your uh, appointment for some procedure, medical procedure is uh, 2022. 2022, so in two years, and the guy said, oh, that's not a long time, uh, uh, you know, so could I wait, you know? Yeah. And the other the other joke was something like a guy as well is waiting, uh, he said, uh, you know, he, his procedure is maybe uh, three years time, in three years operation or something, and he said, but look, doctor, I don't know whether I would live this long. It's no problem. I am writing this with the pencil. We can always erase it. <laughs> you know, this is at least good that people have sense of humor, you know. But, exactly. but this is not how the system should work. Because in some acute cases, you should get help right away. You know, like this girl, this uh, distant cousin, which I mentioned to you. I mean, you should get help immediately, you know, because I mean, she was in so much pain. And so on, you know, it's uh, unforgivable, unforgivable. You know, nobody should forgive things no, like that. Definitely. Listen, I know I need to have a part two of this because we could talk for hours, but yes, I know that you're unconscious. You've got your guest here. No, as well. no, no, no problem. So, uh, how can people get in contact with you? Uh, they can contact, they can find me on Facebook. I think that's the easiest. Uh, my name is Marek, M A R E K. Roland, R-O-L-A-N-D, and if you search on me uh, for me on uh, Google, uh, you can find a lot of materials there, or you can find me uh, on Facebook under Marek, M-A-R-E-K, and last name Roland, R-O-L-A-N-D, and that's very easy. 
you know, and it's very unique. So you don't probably won't find. I'll uh, I'll put in the podcast description and on the YouTube and yeah, I'll actually can, put the link post, so that yes, they can post, just you uh, can put link. Yes. And that that would be great. So so put the link probably to face uh, to Facebook. I think that's the easiest because uh, uh, but uh, I mean when you Google, I I call this Google factor. If you if you have a unique name, then for example, I have unique combination in other Marek Roland, and you put this in parentheses in Google, then it shows uh, how a known person is because the number of links usually is related to how known they are. Of course, if somebody has common name and there is thousands of people with the same name, that's not the same thing. But some people have very unique combination of names. Then in my case, it's very unique. So uh, my Google factor once was quite high for a scientist. It used to be around 100,000. But I think Google is as well putting Certain we, people and say, yeah. so right now my my Google factor, which I call, is between five thousand to twenty thousand. They basically lower my ranking, you know, on purpose, you know. So this is one of those ways to basically shut somebody off, mm -hmm. you know. But I am um, working on a book on diet, and I hope that that would uh, you know allow people to get more information and as well maybe in hard copy people would spread the message Definitely. more but uh, if you provide a link i mean there there are there's information about diet so people can learn about this and some other discoveries and you know as i said i, I mean a lot of people uh, uh, got uh, healthy without even contacting me by basically reading advice you know mm -hmm. i mean we spent together in warsaw uh, how long i don't know half an hour an hour and i mean that changed your life yes. which was very good you know yeah. i think that's great you know that you can inspire somebody even during short conversation exactly you know and uh, i'm glad you know yeah. that you so came really, as well no, and really you know in the future future yeah. maybe we can meet again and, no definitely so uh, i let people have all the links and i want to thank you for all yes, you're doing so. and really appreciate it yeah, thank you for you for what you are doing because you know you are spreading the good news in a sense you know not only bad news no no because we have, we have, yeah, no, we have so much bad news and this is positive in a sense knowledge is very positive we cannot sort of shut our ears uh, eyes and ears exactly. and and block the knowledge because that's you know we are blinded and deaf. no we have to know exactly. sometimes it's better to know the truth no, you know because you can protect yourself exactly knowledge is power definitely yeah that's it so that's all for us today. You'll find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. Be sure to share with your friends, especially this episode. It's been really knowledgeable. And um, give us a five-star rating. Until next week, take care. Take care. Bye-bye.